The Sea of Souls Philosophy Podcast 3 Understanding the Sea of Souls Philosophy Can you explain what the Sea of Souls philosophy is? The Sea of Souls philosophy is the name I have given to the discoveries made during my quest to understand what was actually going on in my life and how I can stop being fearful and a slave to my emotions. In a nutshell, it is a discovery that emotional energy, such as anxiety, follows the same laws of physics as every other form of energy. Therefore, the natural state of our emotions is flow. This was quite an interesting discovery, and it meant that I could apply my engineering principles to tackling my anxiety issues. I was able to use the same principles, techniques, and experience that I used successfully in my engineering career on the issues that were controlling me. Also, because emotional energy flow is a fundamental principle of the universe, it is always going to be there and something that we can tap into and utilize any point at any time and anywhere. It also means that our anxieties are the law that does not judge our financial situation, our social status or political views, whether or not we feel worthy or anything the fundamental law of our emotions doesn't care about any of that. All it cares about is flow. That is, if we allow it. The CSO's philosophy also states that our reality is a reflection of our emotional energy. If we take control of our emotions, then we can take control of our reality. Just as with an electrical circuit, all we need to do to generate this flow of emotions is to remove the blockages so that the flow is the path of least resistance. The CSO's philosophy takes these fundamental principles and presents it in a way that we can, each and every one of us, work out how to actually get it to work for us. It is not a recipe-based step-by-step guide. It more provides an understanding that our reality is changeable if we decide to let it because most of our issues is when we block and stop the natural flow of emotional energy. Interestingly, a lot of the principles that I've discovered and used to formulate CSO's philosophy is also in other philosophies. In particular, it is in the Hindu philosophy and is very similar to the principles and teachings within the Bhagavad Gita. As I said, the CSO's philosophy is not a step-by-step guide that has to be rigidly followed, but it is more like the traditional teachings that teaches and guides us in order to harness the power that is already there. How would you describe the relationship between our emotional energy and our reality according to this philosophy?
The CSO's philosophy does claim that there is a link between our emotional state and our reality. It claims that our reality is a reflection of our emotional state and often our emotional state is a reflection of our reality, so they are linked. You can, of course, change either one of these and make the difference to the other. However, it's more difficult to change our reality than it is to change our emotions, especially if you adopt the CSO's philosophy. There are many theories and ideas out there that claim that our emotions and our reality are linked. You find it in Buddhism, you find it in Hinduism, you find it in Christianity. In my opinion, the most compelling example of this is the story of George Muller. Please feel free to Google him in order to understand exactly what his story is. In summary, he was a German who came to the UK and he moved to Bristol where he opened up several orphanages. Now, of course, at the time, in Victorian England, orphans were quite common. But that's not the most important thing and the most relevant thing to what I'm saying. The resources that George Miller acquired in order to create and fund these orphanages did not come from hard work, came from his emotional connection to God. And if you understand and listen and read his story, you see that he used to pray to God for the resources he needed and he would stick in that prayer until reality became an emotional reflection of the prayer and he would stick with that prayer until his emotional state surrounding the reality he was asking for became calm. Interestingly, this is very similar to the CSO's philosophy in that you meditate for your intention to let the emotions go and you stay with it until such times the emotions go. Now there is an important thing to say here. The CSOs was developed independently from the George Muller store and of all the other philosophies. So it was just quite interesting that there is a link. The CSOs philosophy is a standalone idea that was developed by myself and it was only after I developed it that I began to realise the connections and the similarities to the same concepts in the other things such as Hinduism and the George Muller story. The CSOs came first. This idea has also played out in the concept called the Law of Attraction, which again is very interesting and also something I believe is often misunderstood. But forget that side, the mystical side, the curious side of this connection between reality and our emotions. There is the more worldly approach to this, in that the calmer our emotions, the better interactions we have with others. So therefore, because we interact with the world differently if we're calm as opposed to anxious, then of course our reality reflects that. So you can see that there are two connections here. One is based on the law of attraction idea, and the other is based on just our interactions and our day-to-day -day life. In day-to-day -day life, we are often triggered by events that happen to us. So therefore, our reality trigger our emotions. Found in my development of the CSOs that if you can release the energy associated with an event, then if that happens in reality, then you don't get triggered in the way you might have done before. 
So even though CSO's philosophy will not break the link between our emotions and our reality, it can help us with our emotional state in order to create and not be triggered by our reality. Interestingly, in the world of quantum mechanics, with the idea of wave-particle duality, there is a connection. I see reality as the finite particle, and I see our emotion as the waveform of possibility, because emotions are much more fluid than reality. If you look at quantum mechanics, you can see particles and waves are intrinsically linked. Therefore, there is science within the quantum mechanics world to back up what I'm saying. The quantum world and things like the children and the cat are very deep and is beyond the scope of what I'm trying to say here. In the future, I will start going into more detail and showing how it all links in, but I think it's too much for now. So I'll just leave you at this point with the concept of reality and our emotions being linked is being reflected in science, although it's in a very bizarre science of quantum mechanics. And also, I'm not the only one saying that there is this link. It is out there and it has been out there forever. Many of the old religious teachings and texts say this. Buddhism has a concept of karma, which is very similar, which talks about a link between emotions and reality. Hinduism has a Bhagavad Gita, which also talks about the link between emotions and reality. Christianity has Proverbs 23.7 that says, As a man thinks in his head, so he is. Also, in the thought tradition that is the law of attraction, is there as well. Even though the CSO's philosophy is a separate entity, there are many, many things saying the same thing.